0: The Creighton University Rural Main Street Index has been slipping, similar to the GDP, falling 3.8 points to 46 in July. That is the second consecutive month below 50, which means growth has stopped. The banker survey has turned more negative, citing higher farm input costs, lower livestock prices, and drought as major concerns. Farmers fear higher interest rates as part of rising costs. once flush bank accounts are draining while loan volume has strengthened. Also similar to the overall economy, hiring remained strong with the hiring index up from June at 60.9 in July. The business confidence index was the worst of the numbers at 26, down from 33.9 last month. That is a deeply negative. There were state-by-state state disparities in the indexes. Things are great in Missouri with a 69.5 RMI and 6.7% gain in rural and non-farm employment. The rural economy is not so hot in Minnesota with a 36.6 RMI and South Dakota with a 38.4. Even then, there were small gains in non-farm employment in those states. As a general statement, markets have a lot of economic pessimism factored into them, and there have been signs on recent bad news where markets have not responded with renewed bearishness to them. Is the rural economy in a recession? I do not think anyone would say so yet. If the U.S. economy is in a recession, it is unlike any that we have ever seen before. Recessions typically have two primary components to them. One is declining GDP and the other increasing unemployment. We have the former, but not the latter. There's still plenty of help-wanted signs out there. The Wall Street Journal says that there are 11 million unfilled jobs available, 4 million more than at the height of the last expansion. Job labor force participation is low, which is attributed to, in part, the retiring baby boomer demographics. The job market remains fluid with many changing jobs. The traditional definition of a recession is when your neighbor is losing their job, and they still have a choice of jobs where to work. Companies still list the tight job market as one of their top economic concerns. As a general statement, inflation-related cost increases have been covered by COVID pandemic-related stimulus funding, resulting in a surge in bank deposits. That surplus, which provided a buffer, is now bleeding away. Also, according to the Wall Street Journal, another buffer to this jobful recession is corporate cash. Companies like consumers have also been subsidized by government funding as corporate profits surged during the pandemic. They are reportedly sitting on $4 trillion in cash while corporate profit margins continue to hold high at double-digit gains. This situation, too, has never been seen during a recession. The federal government and the Fed did a very good job of flooding the economy with cash during the pandemic, albeit at a consequence of adding to the deficit. What we are experiencing now resulting in inflation is the overshoot of economic stimulus as well as supply chain disruptions, including a war in Europe. Companies could sell more benefiting GDP if they had the components to finish products. Vermeer Corporation, for example, said that it could take a thousand parts to build a machine and the lack of one part can keep it on the plant grounds instead of delivering it to a consumer. They are trying to fix supply chain shortages. The $4 trillion in cash held by corporations means that they do not need to reduce their spending until consumer demand and profit levels contract. There will be some adjustments made to the global supply chain that will actually benefit the U.S. economy, as many industries reshore production from overseas, addressing shortages and reducing risks to their supply chains. For example, Congress passed a $52 billion chips bill to reshore that strategic industry to the United States. The global economic situation is much more untenable. While we've read about the federal deficit and debt, China, Japan, and Europe have all printed far much more money than we have. Peter Zian says that since 2007, the creation of yuan has soared 800%, by far and away the wildest of printing currency. That is why the Communist Party puts severe restrictions on capital outflows, limiting capital flight to $1 trillion to the dollar system. No one considers the yuan worthy of being a global currency, least of all the Chinese. The Chinese economy, which I explored previously, is at far more risk of a major recession than ours. The Communist Party sees this as political rather than an economic problem. One caveat is the strength seen in the U.S. dollar. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com, or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.